Edition. Yeah, we're on week 12. I'm your host, Buzz, co-host, Sean. Sean, uh, good Thanksgiving. Did you enjoy it? Um, dry as the stuffing. But no, actually, it wasn't too bad. Um, football-wise? Yeah, Some, football Something's better left on the table. But yeah, there's definitely leftovers. Uh, and that's what we got heated up in the, the form of Dak Prescott. Your other free, your other fantasy quarterback, but old Kirk, your your starting fantasy quarterback, he came through for you, but it was kind of a double edged sword, right? You know, because he did beat the Patriots there in a close nail biter. But I want to say he was on the bench. He was on the bench where he belongs. Oh, uh, you know, I would say this: uh, Mac Jones played probably his best game of the year, hands down. Uh, best uh, game in a while, probably. Probably his best in his pro career since the Browns last year. Yeah, I, I would think so. I was trying to think of a game last year where he was like this. Yeah, it's Cleveland. Um, he threw for 382 yards. He was dropping it like it was hot, as the children would say. Uh, I think the his what I don't understand though, man. Like, dude, I I look at it and we'll talk about Dolphins Texans in a minute. But I'm going to say this. The Patriots didn't play well on defense, couldn't run the ball, but Max stepped up, threw for almost 400 yards, and they lost. Yeah, you, um, you, you saw some parts that primarily don't exist, magically exist then, and then everything that you considered reliable fell apart. It turned into a Nissan Altima's uh, CVT transmission. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything else is functioning except for the transmission. Um, Special teams, defense has held this team together all year. It's kept them in some tough games. It's the only reason why they've even been semi-competitive. Beat the Jets. Um, Baps, uh, baffling um, penalties on special teams. uh, Unnecessary, just just so many questionable decisions by players. Uh, Feel bad for Kevin Harris um, making a really bad hit on the kicker late. Um, you know, allowed them to get a first down. The Vikings moved on, scored a touchdown. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I got to give it a Mac. Um, he finally put together something that resembled a uh, Patriots offense. Uh, Hunter Henry, big connections. Remember that guy? Questionable. Yeah, questionable touchdown decision by the referees. I, I, I still that removed that. Uh, they didn't run well. Nelson Aguilar appeared, whoever the hell that guy is. He magically appeared back in that game. Um, he, he's honestly like the biggest wild card, I think, on the team. Um, you never know when you're going to get him, but he's going to be there. Uh, Devontae Parker, yet again, them just throwing deep and going, just just catch it. And he just catches it deep. Um, yeah, Mac looks pretty sharp. Um, the only issue I think I saw that whole game Mac made was in fourth quarter time when he needed to, 
you know, convert some plays, uh, drive again to tie up the game. Um, what is it? Delay of time. He had to hurry up and throw the ball away to stop the clock. And then he called a timeout on the same drive, which, you know, if he just hurried up to the ball and just snapped it down, it wouldn't have mattered. But uh, that was an unnecessary use of a timeout. Nevertheless, uh, that overruled catch that was like on the goal line, um, you know, that would have had the Patriots in a tie game there, but it didn't happen. Patriots defense, if they literally made one stop throughout the entire three quarters, maybe it's a different game. But uh, Vikings do what the Vikings do, and uh, they win tight games, and that's what they've done this season. Yeah, I was going to ask you um, your opinion. My, I know my opinion. Vikings is like, as far as a team goes, in a tight game, one-score game, I honestly can't think of a better team. I don't know what it is. They can play bad all game. They could be ahead by four scores, give it up, and it's all in a tight, contested game. Nobody puts on the show, the performance. It, it thrives off the pressure, it seems like, like the Vikings do in those situations. Yeah. And I, I don't know why. Answer. I have the answer. It wasn't uh, Dalvin Cook with a paltry uh, 2.8 yards per carry. It's that guy, Justin Jefferson. That's the guy. That's the reason why. Same thing with that Buffalo absolutely game. Absolutely incredible. Just incredible. Is he the best receiver in the NFL? Yes. It's not even – it's not debatable. You don't think Tyree Hill is? No. Tyree Hill makes a lot of uncontested catches. Uncontested? Almost every single catch he does is like a high read reel. Like, like he has a hand in his face. He has a guy pulling out, trying to pull out the ball. He made – a catch with three fingers on the ball while jumping up. Tyree He's pretty Cole good. That. Then again, was, he is kind of short. What round was he drafted in? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to find out real quick. Hold on. Was it third, fourth? I'm going to say uh, he was uh, fourth. Uh, let's look at Justin Jefferson. You say fourth? Yeah. Uh, Justin Jefferson. Uh, let's see. I'm looking this up right now. I knew he was uh he was drafted. Uh he was a first round pick, twenty second overall. Yeah, LSU guy. He should have been, yeah. Well um, Odell Beckham, yeah. Jarvis Landry, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Yeah, he's he's only the best out of all of them, that's all. Oh my god. I, I would take uh Justin Jefferson at the heartbeat. But yeah, yeah, I would it's almost like I get what you're saying where somebody steps up every time and the Patriots just didn't have anybody besides Mac and that tight contested game to step up to help make that play that they needed. It was just all on him. And unfortunately, you know, you bench Kirk cousins and they wind up doing pretty well. Meanwhile, Dak Prescott throws two picks. Looks like horse shit. And uh, Dallas still wins. But I, uh, I want to ask you rolling into the game coming up, we'll talk more about that on the preview episode. How confident are you after watching this team going against Buffalo in New England on Thursday night? So there's there's a few interesting pieces going on there. I think the Patriots went on a stretch where the defense was progressively getting better. Um, I'm, not, I'm not like certain to say uh, the defense has taken a step back. 
because the way I look at it is they shut down a team that could run the ball completely. Right. Non-existent. Outside of passing to Justin Jefferson, there wasn't a passing game. He made up, I believe, about 58% of their offense. Yeah. In fact, his stats were uh, Justin Jefferson uh, for the Vikings there. He had nine catches, 139 yards. Yeah, it's for some reason I thought it was 168, but you know. But you know, don't count out the fact. Well, don't (laughs) count out the fact that, you know, Hawkinson is there now. So he's taken off somebody. And you got Adam Thielen still. So. Yeah, yeah. Thielen made a pretty good catch where uh, there was a dirty hit by Miles Bryant, actually. That also cost them a play. He went low after the catch was already made, threw his entire body into the back of his head. Uh, very despicable play. I did That was in poor taste. Um, I was spitting out the cranberry sauce there with that play. Oh, man. Um, but anyhow, so the, the Patriots have made strides on defense. Uh, Jets made their offense that was already bad look like the worst offense. Made them look like the Texans. They they were the uh, the worst offense like on the field. Um, so I don't think the Patriots defense is that bad. Uh, yeah, Justin Jefferson's uh, against Jonathan Jones, and Jonathan Jones was made silly a few times, and he, he made a few good tackles at some times. Kyle Duggar, hit or miss. He's either – barreling in making a tackle for a loss of five yards or he's you know getting out blocked by a uh, special teamer allowing a uh, huge punt for or kickoff return for a touchdown um so that was a little disappointing um matthew judon was held to nothing for i think his first time in like a six game stretch um but it was constant pressure kirk cousins actually threw a pick he was the direct recipient of his pressure and threw a pick over the middle. Um, so the Patriots defense is there. I'm not, I'm not disillusioned with that special teams. They'll clean it up. It's Bill's bread and butter. They'll get back to it. There was, it was just poor decision-making. It, it wasn't anything to do with ability. So I believe teams are easier to be able to fix when you have a professional coach, you have the system in place. It's, they have, they have the veterans to get that circled around. Offense, I, I'm not sure if they can keep rattling that together. They had absolutely no rushing offense. That's a little concerning to me. Um, it looks like David Andrews is going to be a deep sigh in relief. He's not out. He's what? actually probably going to play. He's probably going to play. So what happened? Uh, he, he was back on the practice field two days later. But was it a strain or something? Uh, it, there was a report that came out from uh, Adam Schefter saying that he had a serious injury in his uh, quad. And quite my sources, she's quite seriously injured. And here he was, right back, right back. Um, quite my sources, he's back on the field. And surprise, not surprised. I'd say what do you think Adam Schefter's Thanksgiving dinner's like? Quite my sources, we'll be having turkey stuffing, lowy cranberry sauce. Sweet potato and, pie. Uh, and a terrible report. <laughs> and a terrible hot take. Listen, anything is on the table, according to my shorts. That's why they call them crap sheet. Um, <laughs> Do you think when he was having like his cranberry sauce, he was like, according to my shorts. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Well, game, shifty, but. 
little bit of an issue. I think that was in combination with David Andrews. Isaiah went out. Yeah. Not that that means much to me. Uh, there, there's actually something that hasn't really been spoken about, especially with our time being. Trent Brown was benched against the Jets. A little weird. Um, a little weird. And coming into this game, he was benched again. But as soon as Isaiah Wynn went down, he went back into the rotation. I'm going to say that's going to grow with his track history that he's undisciplined. I think he was uh, taking some days off and Bill noticed it and went, all right, you want to play shit? All right, I'll take you out there. Put the guy that sucks, put him in. Then he got injured and Trent Brown kind of smirked and went, yeah, we'll see. (laughs) Um, Mac Jones, I think, uh, was able to write a storybook in that pocket. If the Patriots are able to do that yet again, against the Bills. Uh, games can be a lot closer than I think because yeah. the Bills haven't looked like the Bills in probably three weeks. Von Miller is out for the year. So primarily their biggest source of pressure is gone. Their secondary, hit or miss. Their hit or miss. Their safeties are their game. Their safeties are the big playmakers. Um and their linebacker, uh, what is it, Tremaine uh, Edmonds, or is he a strong safety? It's uh, hard Tremaine because Edmonds. they pretty much they, they they play like linebackers out there. It's hard to even say sometimes. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I it, it I, I feel like it could be a close game. You're going to deal with another situation similar to uh, Justin Jefferson and Stephon Diggs. He still does whatever the hell he wants whenever he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, Devin Singletary, he he does scare me. Because he has that, um, he has that skill set that the Patriots struggle against. They're better against thumpers. Nick Chubb, non-existent. Dalvin Cook, non-existent. Why? Right. Because they're, they're they're strong power backs. Uh, they struggle One-dimensional. against. Uh, yeah, they struggle against people that uh, have you know horizontal movement. Um, the linebackers have a hard time going sideline to sideline still, which is why we see a lot of safeties in the boxes. Uh, so maybe you know you, you probably go to a more dime quarter set. Uh, hope hopefully they figure that piece out. Um, I didn't see any issues in the run game. Um, you know they still present issues. Yeah. They have tight ends. They have the receiver, and you still have Josh Allen. Maybe maybe that injury is lingering. I don't know the extent. I've been watching his games, and he's been making a lot of questionable decisions. Um, yeah. He, he, he seems to be putting it out there, almost anticipating, and the receivers aren't making the breaks at this point. So maybe reversing what we saw early on in the year where he was just like throwing it out there and people are like, oh, they're on the same page and it, it looks ridic- ridiculous. But hopefully that swings the other way. Um, I think it's going to be a close game, and I think the Patriots have a potential to upset. But we'll see. What about them Dolphins, Buzz? We, well, we don't talk too much about them Dolphins these days, except for MVP candidates. Oh, well, uh, I'll have you know that we beat probably one of the greatest teams in the NFL, the Texans. I don't know if you've heard of them. Hall yeah, of Fame coach Lonnie Smith. Yeah. Hall of He's Fame. Got Santa Claus beard. Oh, listen. Miami played how they should have played in the first half there against the Texans. It was 30 to nothing at half. The defense looked like a good defense. Um, 
you know, Tua threw for 299 yards, got a touch, only one touchdown, though. Um, I will say the two players to me that make this team what it is right now, one being Tyreek Hill, who a lot of people might not like this, but Tyreek Hill is making Tua look like an all star. Um, I've watched Tua play, Tua's got some good accuracy on some throws. He still struggles pretty heavily outside the numbers. He still struggles pretty heavily on some of those out routes and all. And if you watch, even going back to as far as like the Lions game and the Bears game, he can get these passes out to Hill, but Hill just somehow gets his body there. It gets in position and makes these catches. And all I got to say is Tyreek Hill's blowing my expectations for what I thought he was going to be able to do. And he's pretty durable. He's he's making a lot of uh, things happen. So Tyreek Hill is a big heart and soul of this team. The other being Jeff Wilson. Um, Jeff Wilson gave us something way more than, you know, we actually had before. And I'm going to say as far as the run game goes, he's a bigger guy. He's faster. He sets the tone better. He can hit the holes. He can make way a little bit more. Um, He's just expanding the offense to something that we had missed. Now, we, you know, second half, we play, you know, backups because we're up 30 points and we wind up winning 30-15 over the Texans. But I, I will say this. When we play bad teams like the Lions, the Bears, um, you know, we've played, we beat the Patriots, of course, week one. We, uh, well, yeah. we. It's like when Miami's playing bad teams this year, we look really good. But, you know, we play playoff teams. You know, we did beat Buffalo in week three, I think it was. Um, yeah, week three it was. When they were pretty much down to nobody on defense. But even then it was, you know, it wasn't pretty. Um, it To me, it's just like we play teams like the Bengals playoff team. We play teams like Jets. I hate to say it, probably playoff team. They'll snag the last wild card spot, I think especially if Mike White stays playing really good. And, uh, you know, we also played um, – who else do we play against and lose? Um, another playoff caliber team. We're just talking about this. So it's the Jets oh, – the Vikings. We also lost to the Vikings. Now, I know some people will say we didn't have two of those games. Um, maybe it's possible. I know Teddy Bridgewater put up the same stats with Tyreek Hill and similar numbers to Tua in the, the Vikings game. So – can't really say that it's too much, too far off. Same thing with the Bengals game. But, um, you know, when I look at this team, uh, we play the 49ers next. And the 49ers defense is going to be the real test for us because Tua hasn't played against a defense like this. And not only that, but, you know, they, Kyle Shanahan knows what we're going to do. It's just a fact. Kyle Shanahan knows what Mike McDaniels is going to do. And he knows what Mike McDaniel is going to scheme. And it's just a matter of who's going to execute better. And I trust Kyle Shanahan to execute it better. This will be a real litmus test. If Tua performs well in this game and plays well, and we can click, we can actually get things going and beat the Niners. I think that it's a real statement that we're ready for January football. If we don't look competent in this and we struggle in it and we can't execute against a top two, top three defense in the 49ers and our defense, let's face it. All right. Jimmy Garoppolo is not a world beater, but he's 
comfortable in that system and he's winning them games and he's not turning the ball over. And you add Christian McCaffrey to the mix, plus Elijah Mitchell, plus George Kittle. We struggle against tight ends. We always have. I mean, there's just a lot of pieces on the Niners that would make you pay for it. Debo Samuels being another one. We struggle against the run. So I fully expect a loss to the Niners just because when we look at experience-wise, Kyle Shanahan has been to a Super Bowl. He's been in that offense. He's got the pieces there. Um, I don't think it'll mean that, you know, we can't bounce back the week after maybe or something, but it's going to be a real litmus test. And Sean, I don't know if you noticed or not, but with, with the dolphins, um, I, I don't know, you know, the AFC East is just up for grabs. Do you think that they take the East because it's get talked about more and more and, you know, with the way Buffalo's playing, I could see it. Um, but then again, I don't get my hopes up. You know what I mean? So is this the first time since 2008 Miami wins the East? Yes. Think so? Yeah. Um, so a, a few interesting things about uh, this matchup, you know, a similar scheme, uh, you know, playing from a former uh, boss, I guess you would say, um, you know, McDaniels wasn't doing the play calling, but interesting enough, he uses more motion than his own predecessor. Um, and what he has done is he is taking two of the fastest guys vertically and he's running them in formations where he can swing them outside using motion. So they're getting a full burst of speed and then they're hitting their route and then they're pulling out and they're doing in forms where they're able to break off in multiple routes. So they're able to cut back in, you know, hit the flat, cut in, go for a deep end. They're able to go on a post. They're able to do a deep out route. Um, he's, he's almost attacking these defenses purely based off their athletic speed. And because he's doing it all in almost play action, which I think they have become extremely deadly now that they can run the ball. Right. Um, so you're taking the speed that could beat a person one-on-one, I think, a man just in general. But now you're able to have them swing out, and you don't know who you're looking for. You're going, oh, they can hit us with the running backs and the flats because if we over-pursue, they're, they're going to kill us, go outside. They can swing. They could cut in. They could hit us over the center. Yeah, they're, someone plays man against the Dolphins, I think they're dead. And I think the Patriots uh, found that out the hard way. Um, this Shanahan defense uh, has the answers, though. It's zone. It's good zone defense. That, that's how you stop that. Um, the only thing I think the counterpunches the Miami Dolphins now hold is, you know, just a former player they remember, Wilson. I think, I think if they're able to do the same things that the Miami offense is already doing, where they're able to get the motion and then you know, you're kind of, they're just sitting there. They're going to pull back and they're going to sit in zone. Well, if you have a guy running up the center and you're sitting back, you're probably going to give up four or five yards. Okay. Well, let's say they start to have a guy that sinks in 
or maybe he does a bluff and he pulls back down. Tua now is in that opportunity where, you know, we've seen him do a million times where he does those uh, PA, you know, rollouts where they do the fake. He runs one way, the running back goes the other way. <laughs> now, now he can actually just hold the ball, roll out, and then have a guy cut open on a uh, drag route because, you know, drag routes beat zone. Um, they, the Miami offense has tools. I, I don't think that – San Fran defense is going to be as good as they've been, and I think they're going to struggle against it. And I actually think this is going to be a really good game, a really interesting one, um, because the San Fran offense is the complete opposite. It's power. Well, I I, power. I look at the San Francisco offense, and they're going to control the time of possession. That's it. They they can if you so McCaffrey. Listen. I think this is McCaffrey's going to kill them. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really, I think you can see him having ten targets. I'm going to tell you right now, if the Niners get a two score lead on Miami, that's game. And the reason why I say that is because one defense, the yeah. other doesn't. Yeah, and if Miami has to play very aggressively, you already know what's going to happen. They're not going to have time to catch up. They're going to have to throw to Tyree Kill or throw to Jalen Waddle. Debo. Debo with his, they do the end arounds. He's Nobody's going to cover Debo. He's killed multiple teams on running the ball. Um, he can still catch. Ayuk, Brandon Ayuk. Finally, Ayuk, you know, yeah. He had a terrible rookie season. He's been really good this year, actually. He's their best receiver. Um, Kittle, still out there. And, and they, they like to slam the ball down. They run the power formation. You know, a lot of play action. That's what Jimmy plays best with. Um, Jimmy, he's he, he potentially has a game. He could feast on the center of the field if they get the run game going. And I think McCaffrey is going to be really good if uh, he even wants to check it out and just because I think McCaffrey still has the speed that Miami defense just you know, it's it's not there. I think we saw that against the Bears. In fact, I I think that's actually and. They, they could probably beat the Miami defense using the same thing Miami's offense is doing, where they just play action, the crap out of everything. You don't know what's a run. You don't know what's a pass. Who's going to keep it? Who's going to do what? Like, so, Lachelle, let me ask you this. Since you're a Madden professional who just got swept in the season by me, let me ask you this. <laughs> when you look at the Miami offense, how do you beat it? If you're San Francisco – how do you beat it? Um, a lot of blitzing and a lot of bluffs. So One would you say other. would you say a cover zero? No, absolutely not. Um, you'll get killed, I think. <laughs> no, I'm saying um, no. Listen, I'm saying like the amoeba defense. Like if you're bluffing, blitzing, right? And everybody's at the line, and you drop. You don't know who's zone. You don't know who's man. Doesn't matter who's it's, running it's any of center. that. It's the center of the field. I think if uh, you want to have your safeties or linebackers act like they're pulling in, they're getting ready for a run stuff. You know, coming up to the line, show yeah more people in the box than you do, um, and then pull back. But the only way you could do that is if your actual corners do sit down, and obviously that makes you exposed. But we haven't. I don't think we've really seen the Miami offense just sit there unless they motion. 
That is actually how they beat that. That is the only way they beat that. Is a, a team, when they start to do that, where they start to send everyone into the box, they'll motion out to the other side of the formation. And then guess what? He's in cover. So he's not going to act like he's not going to pull up to him and follow him. He's going to sit back and pull back. So that forces a guy that's actually just sitting in his zone to be on an island. He doesn't have that help. Um, yeah, I, I, I still think it's – you got to play zone. You just got to watch Got to watch the cover guy. Your guy's assignments have to be perfect. They just have to know if someone's going into formation, who's going to bracket. It's, it's up to the safeties in the corners. The linebackers are going to make or break this game. What if, you, what if your fullback they runs a wheel to. route? <laughs> they, they, they could get that. that's, that's actually terrifying to me. Um, it's terrifying because <laughs> you could get beat by a guy that. Kyle Yuzchek is going to have the career game. I got, you know, I have these, I have Jalen Waddle. We're watching him. You know, he's just going to beat us inside. We know that he, he, he could out physical you. He could just run inside. He could run outside. He could just outrun you. Tyreek Hill. There shouldn't be a safety that shouldn't be looking at him. But then when you have the running backs, let's say Tua finally decides I'm going to hold it and act like I'm an athletic quarterback and roll out, even though he has the speed I don't think, of a, a I don't, tortoise on skates. Listen, I don't think Tua's <laughs> going to roll out. Um, you want to know why? Nick Bosa's third in sacks of the league. Not, not, top three not, in pressures. Not that he could be afraid of Fred Warner or anything like that. Fred Warner's the best linebacker in the NFL. He can play um, pass coverage. He can play run stuffer. The guy can do it all. You've also got uh, Greenlaw on the line who gets pressures. You've got – here's the thing about the San Francisco defense. Everybody does their job. You don't have, you don't have all these players who want to be heroes. Everybody does their job. Nick Bosa's job – Get to the quarterback. That's it. Dre Greenlaw's job, stuff the run. Fred Warner's job, don't let anybody 10 to 15 yards in the middle of the field. And that works. Those three guys alone set the tone for that defense where everybody else can move around and do what they got to do, but those three guys are going to do what they're supposed to do. And it's the same thing with the offense. Jimmy Garoppolo, don't turn the ball over. Don't go past 15 yards if you don't have to. Debo Samuel, run when you need to, catch the ball when you need to, just be a playmaker. So whatever we motion you, everybody's got to follow you so we can open up for Brandon Ayuk. And then lastly, Christian McCaffrey now. Whatever you do, I don't care if you do a fade fade block into a hook route. I don't care if you do a wheel route. I don't care if you do a slot. I don't care what you do. Maybe fake the handoff and then jet out to the flats. You set the tone with those three playmakers – let alone George Kittle, fourth one, because you don't know if he's going to block or if he's going to come off the block and go on a route. Because it is it, gross as it could possibly sound. My keys to the game are both the running backs on both teams. Uh, you're talking about McCaffrey Mitchell combo, and then uh, yeah, for Wilson. It's it's I I think McCaffrey has the potential to kill them. And I also think Jeff Wilson, because if, if he's running early and he's gashing them, 
the playbook is endless, and I think the possibilities are a nightmare. The only problem... Um, because it actually gives threats to their play action. I agree. The only problem I think we might have is the fact that Kyle Shanahan knows, dude. He just came from San Francisco a few weeks ago. You don't think he's going to know how to stop Jeff Wilson? They do it in practice all the time. You don't think... It, let's face facts. The offensive line for the Niners is way better than Miami. We've got, we have a potential opportunity to, yes, we could get to the outside maybe, but we're not running up the inside. We're going to have to rely on early play action with no running. See, that's the thing. That's actually what I think they have to do is they have to run the inside. Um, Because I think once they do that and they start pulling people inside, that's just. If uh, they, yeah, if they can. Yeah, it's. But but I think that's what they're going to have to do. Um, yeah. Because I think if they want to soften that uh, cover, they're they're going to have to run inside. Um, I think they're going to have to come out in the threat that they're going to throw it a lot, and then run up the inside. Um, you know, try to get some of those favorable matchups on the outside. You get someone in motion, they're they're just going to kill them. Um, and I don't even think the 49ers have to literally do any of that. I think they just have to. Be okay running the ball. Kittle's going to win his matchups. Evo can break on any given play. Jimmy, don't be stupid. Like, just hand the ball off when you have to hand the ball off and make the smart throw. That's because he's going to get his points on that defense. Yeah. Um, they're not going to win the game if they don't score 21 points, I think, at least, <laughs> which yeah. has actually been an issue for the 49ers this year, funny enough. Their defense has been that good. Um, if yeah, Niners score twenty, to... listen. If Niners score twenty four points, they win. Yeah, it's possible. Um, Dolphins hard press. They won't like score seventeen. Hard press. They're gonna have to yeah. score twenty one or more. Yeah, at least. They're they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to put the pins in this one on them. Uh, they're gonna have to make that defense, you know, on their heels, which I think is a. It's a hard task, but it is. Final score predictions for week 13, Sean. uh, Hit you with this one Patriots, Bills. Patriots, Bills. Um, No, just just no. Um, I think it's going to be a reverse of fate. I think it's no longer going to be the howling winds, the Patriots running the ball two million times into a cloud of dust. No three pass attempts. I think the Bills do it to the Patriots. And I think it's going to be a disgusting, ugly, pitiful loss. 19 to 17 Patriots lose. Just that ugly. I'm going to go a little more respectable. 24-21 Bills. I I don't. I'm going to go 24-21 Bills. Now, I, I I think they could be sitting in a similar position as Aaron Rodgers going, Let's just look to next year. <laughs> you know what? I'm out. He's like SpongeBob in the chair. All right, I'm going to head out. I got her. Yeah. Um, so you say 1917 Bills. I'm going to say 2421 Bills. Uh, Dolphins 49ers. What's your prediction? Um, 2621 Dolphins. Wow. Okay. Going to give it to the Finns. I want to give it to the Finns. They've been 
I've been real proud of them. I've been very critical, but that's what I'm supposed to be. But uh, I've been very happy with them barely beating bad teams. And, uh, you know, <laughs> that's a little jab. No, I'm glad that we're sitting at eight and three. Uh, it's the first time since I'm a, I was a kid that we've been this good off. When it comes to the 49ers game, though, we're, we're not going to win that one. Um, are we going to be respectable? I think so. We've got the tools for it. Um, I just think it's going to come down to coaching, honestly, coaching and execution. And um, I think Shanahan's going to have his team more prepared than McDaniel. That's just a reality. He's the predecessor. He's the guy who set it up and created that. So I'm going to go with 49ers going to win this one. 24 Dolphins, 20. And uh, I think the Niners are going to get a lead 24 to 10, and they're going to hold on because Miami's going to get another 10 points in the second half. Keep it close, but Niners defense is going to probably get a stop on fourth down to win it. So Jimmy G comes out and kneels if, down. If the 49ers win a game, that's very plausible. I, I could see them get into a two-score lead and sitting. Um, that's what they do. I mean, they're, they're not a high-scoring team, but they play good defense. So, Yeah. I mean, you know all about that, right? Of course, they're our last mad matchup. Is <laughs> Bill squawking in the background watching the game like 13-3? Oh, you know, is Bill is okay? Yeah, me with the kickoff return. That's all I got. I was just, yeah, I was just wondering, like, how how hard was Bill after that Jets Patriots game the other week? Was he just like someone's got to call a doctor because his erection is lasting more than four hours? Special teams won that game. Yeah. <laughs> that, that guy where it's all pure defense and special teams, and he goes best game of the year, and then he watches Mac Jones have a like NFL breaking game, and he's Pathetic. just like defense are shit. <laughs> well, my favorite thing would be he would say, "What well, was who won?" You tell me. <laughs> you tell me. That's, like, how's Max? You tell me. Ask the pool reporter. I'm like, you're the head coach, and he's like, ask the pool reporter. <laughs> Unless it's Chris Berman. Hey, Chris. No, my favorite. One of my all-time favorites. Where's Bill Belichick? One of my favorites uh, was just. Don't ask Bill Belichick anything about injuries or I look like a doctor. But if you ask him about, you know, what's, what's so important about having a gunner? Well, back in 1947, yeah. <laughs> he gives you an eight-minute history That's how reporters soften him up for the actual question they want, and they slide that in and feed it. And sometimes he goes, all right, now, I will give you a history lesson. You're going to have to pay me under the table for that one. <laughs> Yeah, needless to say. Well, uh, everybody, we're going to wrap it up here today. Thanks for joining us. Again, we got a big week of football coming up. We'll be back again as well. Uh, Thursday night game, of course, so short week. So let's see if Sean's prediction pans out. And uh, besides that, give us a follow on Facebook, or not Facebook, excuse me. Give us a follow on YouTube, and uh, you can check us out on Instagram and wherever podcasts are available. But, uh, Sean, anything you want to end with? No, uh, just uh, just have dinner ready early because this is going to be a boring one. Sounds great. See you all next week. <laughs>